3: Politics, culture, chaos. It's time to make sense of it all. It's time to have a little fun. This is your afternoon dose of sanity. This is the Rich Zioli Podcast.
0: All right, it is uh, a special day today on Tuesday. And what can I tell you? (laughs) I mean, the news today, wow, wow. Where do I even begin with the LoveGov? Who may become the ex-LoveGov before this podcast is even over today? Uh, how are you? It's Rich. Uh, great to be with you this afternoon. I mean, I don't even know where to begin. This is like a kid in a candy store today. I should also let you know I'm, I'm right now at the Trump Hotel in D.C. I uh, came down here to meet with a buddy of mine, and uh, so I'm doing this from the lobby. But uh, <laughs> the audio quality is not great, I hope you'll forgive me. But how could I not do a podcast today, especially given everything that's going on today? Um, have to do it, uh, obviously. So this is a- amazing. Uh, uh, so great. It's Just so great. So great. So great. So great. What can I tell you? First of all, let me give you the lay of the land here, uh, in case you don't know, <laughs> in case you've been living under a rock. So today Cuomo came out, and in the course of his Cuomo-ness, uh, it, it turned out that he has, in fact, yes, uh, kinky Cuomo harassed women, as the headline is, groping, kissing, verbal abuse. Uh, he retaliated, violated federal and state law. The question is, is Joe Biden going to call on him to resign when the president speaks, which could be any minute now? Jen snarks, snarky was a little bit, she was kind of dodgy on the whole thing. She wouldn't really say, but uh, it seems like for a lot of people's perspective, they w- they want to know, they want to know what's going to happen to this guy. And uh, at one point, Joe Biden had said, yeah, you know what? If everything is true here, he should have to go. And the reality is It's true. Because we know it's true right now because it all came out today that the attorney general spent all this time looking into this and found out that all this stuff is true. So all Saki said today, all Saki said today was that um, the president just said that he's going to speak to Cuomo later this afternoon. And I don't know how anyone could have watched this morning and not found the allegations to be abhorrent is what it was. And Biden says uh, Cuomo should resign if the allegations against him are true. I mean, just major developments all all around. And a lot of other people like the Times Union, which is a paper in New York, um, they can't believe people even still support him. Uh, Cuomo displays face-touching slideshow saying today, I do it with everyone. I mean, just how gross is that, that the guy actually did that? And he says that he goes, look at me. I kiss this person, I kiss that person, I do it with everyone as if that makes it okay because I think I am immortal and could do whatever I want. That's basically what he came out and said today. It's really unbelievable. It's just you cannot make this stuff up. I should also let you know uh, Cuomo is always very good at one-upping Bill de Blasio. And de Blasio thought he was making all this news today because he came out and announced the most over-the-top, ridiculous, in my opinion, privacy-invasing, unconstitutional idea ever, which is his dumb New York City Vax Pass, which is gonna give you the ability to go into restaurants and bars and gyms, but you gotta prove you're vaccinated. And I hope somebody sues him right away and takes him to court ASAP, because this is ridiculous. You know, I have said to you, I'll, I'll support whatever private businesses wanna do in this regard, but the government should have no right to start telling people that we're going to create two classes of citizens here, one class that's vaccinated, another class that isn't vaccinated. That's essentially what the government's doing right now. They're creating classes of citizens, and it's outrageous, and it cannot be allowed to stand here. So we got to stop that. we got to make sure that that doesn't happen. All right, where do I begin? Um, why do, why, all right, let's do this. i got some, I got a ton of audio to play for you. Why don't I set this up? I'll play a little bit of, uh, of the Attorney General of New York. And what she had to say today to give you a, a flavor, a lay of the land, a little bit of where we're going to be going today uh, in the course of the next 35, 40 minutes. And uh, we'll see what we do from there.
3: Yeah. Said from WNBC. Uh, you mentioned in your opening remarks today defending the credentials of your investigators today. Were you personally bothered by the governor's own remarks in the past week or so that you could just Google their backgrounds and draw your own conclusion that this is a politically motivated investigation?
1: There were attempts to undermine and to politicize this investigation, and there were attacks on me as well as members of the team, which I find offensive. And our focus, again, should be on the bravery and the courage of these 11 women and of the others who came forward. These allegations were substantiated. They were corroborated. And the team before you, Ms. Clark and Mr. Kim, are professionals who are widely respected, not only in New York, but all across this nation. And uh, I support their work. will defend their work. And I believe these women. Zach? Zach King from New York One.
2: Uh, You mentioned that it corroborated a lot of what the witness testimony was.
0: Now, of course... The question is whether or not he tried to politicize the investigation. Did the LoveGov try to politicize the investigation? That, of course, was another allegation today made by the attorney general of the state of New York. See, this is really – he really gets into breaking of the state and federal laws. That's one thing to say things that might make somebody uncomfortable and to kiss their face and to give them a big old kiss in the face. But it's another thing when you start using the power of your office – to intimidate them. Now you've opened up all kinds of things now violations of their civil rights, abuse of power. I mean, all of it, everything together, which makes a lot of sense considering who Cuomo is.
3: Yeah. Andrew Stead from WNBC. Uh, you mentioned in your opening remarks today defending the credentials of your investigators today. Were you personally bothered by the governor's own remarks? the past week or so that you could just google their backgrounds and draw your own conclusion that this is a politically motivated investigation
1: there were attempts to undermine and to politicize this investigation and there were attacks on me as well as members of the team which i find offensive and our focus again should be on the bravery and the courage of these 11 women and of the others who came forward these allegations were substantiated They were corroborated. And the team before you, Ms. Clark and Mr. Kim, are professionals who are widely respected, not only in New York, but all across this nation. And uh, I support their work, will defend their work, and I believe these women.
2: Zach. Zach King from New York One. Uh, You mentioned that it corroborated a lot of what the witness testimony was. Of course, if you're somebody like
0: this guy, you're going to have all kinds of explanations for this. I've never in my whole life, this is not who I am. What I do is I kiss, therefore I am. I kiss everybody. That's what I am. It's what I do. It's who I am. Take a listen to this.
3: It is sexist, and it must be challenged. Also, remember where we are. Today, we are living in a superheated, if not toxic, political environment. That shouldn't be lost on anyone. Politics and bias are interwoven throughout every aspect of this situation. One would be naive to think otherwise, and New Yorkers are not naive. I understand these dynamics. My father used to say, God rest his soul, that politics is an ugly business. As usual, he was right. But for my father, and for me, it's worth it. Because despite it all, at the end of the day, we get good things done for people. And that is what really matters. And for those who are using this moment to score political points or seek publicity or personal gain, I say they actually discredit the legitimate sexual harassment victims that the law was designed to protect. My last point is this. I say to my daughters all the time that as complicated as life gets is as simple as life is. My job is not about me. My job is about you. What matters to me at the end of the day is getting the most done I can for you. And that is what I do every day. And I will not be distracted from that job.
0: Politics and bias are interwoven throughout this situation. He's a victim. He's playing the victim card again that he's somehow a victim of all this and this isn't his fault and who are these people to do this to him. I mean, all I am is who I am and this is no doubt about it to be a witch hunt against me. Like he's some sort of innocent guy. It it really is amazing when you think about the hubris of this guy the entire time. Showing a face-touching slideshow. In all the years I've been in politics, I've never in my life thought to myself you know there could be somebody like a cuomo the guy the nursing home killer and now this total creep slimeball governor with all of these women he's harassed and his 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 app what he says in his 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 defense is look at my montage look at my montage look at this my montage of me kissing people is, there's this person I'm kissing, and that person I'm kissing, and, and if you want to understand who I am, this is who I am. Sexually harassed multiple women, and first, I want you to know directly from me, I never touched anyone inappropriately or made inappropriate sexual advances i am 63 years old i've lived my entire adult life in public office because i have no prospects of doing anything with my life besides this i am a complete and utter corporate political hack uh so there you go i mean i I, i'm trying to give you some other uh takeaways and insights today but this this investigation is something it really is it is it is something and I think the thing about this guy too, which is amazing to me, is that he may not resign. He may stay. He may stay here. He, 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 like, really. I mean, he. This guy may try to win, wait this thing out. Nothing would surprise me with him. Would it surprise it with you? That's really the question I have today. Would anybody be surprised by this? Here's what I'm going to say today. It's been a hard and a painful period for me and my family. And I don't know how hard it's been for the victims, but I don't care. I don't care. This is politics, baby. It's a rough and tumble, brutal business. It's who I am, and it's who you are today. Here's the other complaint. That Charlotte woman, oh, this other woman here, she says I groped her in my home office. Never happened. I'm literally saying what he's saying at the press conference right now she wants anonymity so i'm not going to say a word except for this this lion you know what i'm not going to say nothing else beyond that i this is very hard for me to actually i'm doing this literally as as cuomo is speaking right now and it's 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 a lot of fun for me actually but at the same time it's There's only so much of them I can chattel uh, in in the middle of all this, but I am really, really, really loving this right now. I'm not even joking with you. This might be the best day of my life. And I know that I shouldn't really, really uh, enjoy all the, um, you know, uh, this is too much for one person to enjoy. And yet at the same time, this is really what America deserves here. America deserves this because they made this guy into a national hero. They made this guy into a national hero, and he's not a national hero. He was never a hero. He was the hero the media wanted you to think he was because they hated Trump. And Trump, who actually got Operation Warp Speed done, and Cuomo was the nursing home killer. And so this is really this is I mean, he this is justice in a lot of ways. It really is. I know Janice Dean's very happy today, that's for sure. I do it with everyone, look at this, black and white, male, female, young, old, I touch, I kiss, I straight, and LGBTQ, I powerful, I kiss Clinton, he inspired me, Al Gore, friends, enemies, strangers, guys on the side of the road, literally, people that I meet on the street, literally. Literally. (laughs) It's just amazing to me that we're living in this place right now. I almost feel like I can't make this up, but I can. That was me doing him, but I'm going to actually play you the actual clip right now.
3: I do it with everyone. Black and white, young and old, straight and LGBTQ, powerful people, friends, strangers, People who I meet on the street. Now, I think the other reason
0: why I'm actually very excited today over this creepy, creepy guy who kisses straight and gay and LGBTQ and young and old and is <clears throat> you remember when Brett Kavanaugh was nominated to the Supreme Court? Cuomo was out there, the high and mighty hypocrite that he is going after Trump and bashing Trump and the Trump administration. And this is who they are. Well, that's what the guy was doing. Well that was the way, no but that's what, what he was doing back then. That's what he was saying back then. He said, "I think the way they're handling this is disgusting. Senator McConnell, they should get together and say, you are not going to become a Supreme Court justice." All right? We're not going to let this happen because you and Trump and all these people how can you possibly stand there and say, we're going to confirm this, man? We haven't even started the hearings yet. And now the hearings are going to start, and we haven't even started the hearings yet. Oh, you got it. You got it. This is a little bit of a trip down memory lane for you. I think it's important to hear this. Take a listen.
3: I think the way they are handling it is disgusting. I think for Senator McConnell to get up and say, We are going to confirm Kavanaugh just showed what a sham and a mockery the entire process is. You haven't started the hearings. How can you stand there and say, we're going to confirm the man? We haven't started the hearings, and the hearings are supposed to discuss facts, and we have very serious accusations, and the witnesses are going to come in, and they're going to be Questioned by an independent counsel, but that's all baloney. Because I know the conclusion, and the conclusion is, we are going to, uh, we're going to uh, endorse him and confirm him. There is a disrespect for women that this administration chronically uh, exemplifies. After the Me Too movement. They did absolutely nothing when it came to sexual harassment. Uh, They have always diminished the charges of women. Always, consistent. And they're doing it again. To cheapen or ridicule the pain a woman suffers from a sexual attack uh, is disgusting sexist and disgusting. Uh, To second-guess how a woman should have acted after a sexual attack is sexist and disgusting. Uh, I mean, it's just insensitive. You don't understand the pain. You don't understand how the system tortures a person who wants to come forward. So, let's find out the facts. That would be done by people coming to a fair hearing process and relaying the facts and then make a conclusion. But this is a mockery when they say before the hearings even start, he's going to be confirmed. I mean, can you believe the
0: audacity of this guy? It's unbelievable the kind of hubris this guy had. I mean, really. And again, going after Trump and the Trump administration and everything Trump did and nothing that I did. So Letitia James now is going to run for governor of New York. There's no question about it. She wants to see Cuomo in handcuffs. There's going to be civil lawsuits. It's going to be a mess for him, no doubt. The big question we're all waiting on as we speak right now is what is the White House going to do? Jen Snarky said today, as Peter uh, Deucey was going after him and saying, hey, look, what do you what, what is the president going to say? What's he going to say? And she said, I don't know. I don't know that anyone could have watched this morning and not have found the allegations to be abhorrent. And I'm assuming she's also talking about the time that he showed the pictures of him kissing everybody. Look, there's someone with gray hair I'm kissing and someone with brown hair I'm kissing. Red hair and yellow hair. I know I can't help this. This is just amazing to me. This guy deserves everything he's getting today. All right, let me just switch gears for a minute because I'm going to have lots of time tomorrow morning to also do this. But let me just do this. Uh, Bill de Blasio, this guy, is uh, he's, he's the worst. He really is. He's a totalitarian, and he and Cuomo compete to see which one is a bigger totalitarian. I mean, it's, it's, it's really amazing. And de Blasio, this guy today announced something that I think is so antithetical to freedom, which is this New York vaccine passport, this Empire New York thing that he announced. And let's understand something here. There's no doubt in my mind that private businesses have the right to do what they want to do. I've said that before. And I've said what we need to do as conservatives and libertarians is let them live their life. If they want to have some sort of a requirement for you to get in the door, in my opinion, private business. Now, somebody said to me today, yeah, but they have no right to ask you about your health records. Look, I mean, either we're going to say private businesses can do what they want or not. I defended Jack Phillips, as I mentioned to you. I went to Colorado. I stood up for his rights to live his life according to his faith and his freedom. Uh, Businesses should be allowed to do what they want, but... I don't want to get into that now. I just want to say that the government should not be creating classes of citizens and creating classes of citizens and turning around and saying that we're going to have one class that's vaccinated and they can enjoy privileges of life and the other class that isn't. We have equal protection under the law and the 14th Amendment to the Constitution. This idiot, Bill de Blasio, doesn't understand that because the guy's never read the Constitution. He is an absolute moron and a totalitarian. But if Bill de Blasio did look at the 14th Amendment, he'd realize that we literally created in the 14th Amendment this mechanism by which everybody's got to be treated fairly. It's an important point here. It's something that is a hallmark of who we are as a people and America. And we have to respect that. And And it's also stupid, too. I mean... With 70% vaccination in this country now, herd immunity achieved, because that was the standard they gave us forever up until recently now where it's become 100%. It was always 70% to protect the 30% of the herd that wasn't vaccinated. So really, if the vaccinated people are going to be safe, according to what they're telling us, and they're telling us this, then the unvaccinated are going to take a risk. But wouldn't you want unvaccinated people around vaccinated people to get the herd immunity from them that they are offering them? Of course you do. That's what you want. It's what they need. It's what everyone wants and needs, but it's not what's happening here. And that is a real shame today. Bill de Blasio. But you know what? I'm going to spare you hearing Bill De Blasio this afternoon. I'm going to spare you hearing what he had to say because you deserve better than this, and it's just not. You don't. You don't need this. Nobody needs this. We don't need this in our politics and our culture today. Uh, hearing from this guy. Uh, but I do want to mention though something else. As we're all sitting by, and I'm trying to delay this because I'm trying to. I want to hear if the White House is going to say anything, and I'm and I'm waiting, and I'm I'm with bated breathless. Breath, waiting, waiting any minute now, hoping that they'll come out and say something, but nothing is happening, and it's driving me crazy right now because I want them to say something right now. Maybe just some reaction from people uh, that have come out today and said some things. They've they've come out and they said they can't believe this right now, uh, and and then at the end of it, quobo had the audacity today to end his response to end his remarks today by touting his administration's response to the coronavirus pandemic. Can you believe this guy? He actually had the audacity to come out and say that today. It's unbelievable. And then the few people that came out and said he's got to go also, of course, had to bring up Trump. They can't help themselves. They just, they just can't help themselves. The New York Attorney General says Governor Cuomo grabbed his assistant's breast under her blouse, felt up her stomach and back up a state trooper, and asked for her help finding a girlfriend who can handle pain. Told the young aide he was lonely and he wanted to be touched and kissed. Uh, oh, my God. He, he, according to this now earmuffs, he squeezed the asses of many staffers and felt up the chest of a woman who met him on a rope line. Then he retaliated against one by trying to ruin her reputation. New York Attorney General says he denied some, but not all. And in any event, he found the governor's denials to be contrived. Uh, and then, of course, his brother, Chris Cromo, met with the governor's executive team to try to ignore, diminish, and attack these very testimonials including multiple alleged sexual assaults. And that's, when you remember, when the lesser Cuomo apologized and said, hey, it's my big brother. I'm not going to be unbiased. I'm the lesser Cuomo, but I'm not going to be unbiased. There's nothing I can do. I mean, he's my brother. What am I going to do? He's my brother. And then he just repeated himself the whole time, just a moron, so he just kept repeating himself over and over again. Uh, by the way, did you ever hear the time that uh, the lesser sat there and he was interviewing... In fact, as a matter of fact, Amanda Knox, who I had on yesterday... I didn't have her on, but I talked about Amanda Knox yesterday. Did you ever hear this? This is one of the creepiest encounters ever. He keeps trying to get her to admit that she's into, like, kinky relations. There's something that runs in the, this family between these two that is very, very disturbing. I mean, like, very disturbing. And I, I, I heard this, and I just thought to myself, Oh, God, is this, this guy. What is with this guy? It's just nuts. Uh, he was going on about do you do you like kinky or are you kinky? do you like you like kinky and and uh, but what about kinky? What about kinky? I guess the Cuomo brothers have a lot in common here they uh, they did a total snow job to America during the pandemic. Uh, they're both hypocrites who broke their own rules For the lesser Cuomo, he was trying to make everybody believe that his brother was a hero and he helped uh, achieve I guess the idea of his brother being a hero by just helping his brother cover up everything. These allegations today are shameful and they're heartbreaking. And you combine that, of course, with everything that happened with regards to the nursing home scandal. And, and, and honestly, honestly, gentle but accurate. Did he really say that today? Gentle but accurate. Can you even begin to understand the, the kind of narcissist this guy is when he says gentle but accurate? Gentle but accurate. A joke about a manner in which a state employee would handle the COVID test saying, gentle but accurate. Cuomo updates. Oh my God, it's unbelievable. Cuomo violated federal and state law and one of the things he did was to suggest that it was going to be gentle but accurate. Governor Cuomo and some of his staffers explain his behavior, such as kissing people on the cheek or grabbing someone's face before kissing the person on the cheek. Is old-fashioned traditional behavior, representative of his age and background, including his Italian heritage. That's amazing to me that they bring in the Italian heritage. The Italian heritage. Because I'm telling you right now, this is an Italian offends me. It offends me to the core. It really does. I mean, I'm not even joking about this. It really offends me. But on March 17th, as a COVID outbreak was spreading throughout New York, Cuomo, while preparing for a press conference, made a joke about the manner in which a state employee would handle the COVID test, saying, gentle but accurate, I've heard that before. Gentle but accurate, I've heard that before. I mean, how creepy is that? Then at another press conference, in front of all the press and cameras, the governor stated, nice to see you, doctor, you make that gown look good Looks good on you though, eh? That you make that look good. And how about all the people in the press that wanted this guy to become governor and thought this guy would be governor and treated him with kid gloves because they honestly believed that he would become president. Governor? No president, I mean, I'm sorry, president. And then there was a time that Biden said Cuomo should go if the charges are true. Biden's going to have to come out and say that. He's going to have to tell this guy he's got to go. But the media spent a year, a year celebrating the serial sexual harasser, Andrew Cuomo. The, let me give you some of the over, overview of this. Brian Stelter talked about his, uh, his, his, the, the contrasting of Cuomo and Trump during the various things. And he had people on, they called it truth versus mendacity, Nicole Wallace out there saying Governor Cuomo's out there every day, day after day, everything Trump isn't, honest and brave. They had the Lester Bernstein on, Woodward and Bernstein, the Lester Bernstein, Carl Bernstein, and he was going on and saying that he is the, the president that America needs right now, not, not, not Trump. Uh, you'll never see these two in the same room ever, but uh, if you go all in with Chris Hayes and Rachel Maddow at brunch, one of them always has to be in another room because I actually think they are the same person. Uh, Chris Hayes went on to say that we're living in a totally different reality because the actual one? Andrew Cuomo was president. Rachel Maddow said he's a national leader. Uh, and odd and odd it goes. incredible strength. NBC's Lester Holt said... You spoke to the National Guard troops in a stirring speech that if I wasn't listening carefully, I would think you were sending soldiers off to war. Little Brian Stelter, again, said it was a remarkable show of leadership by Governor Cuomo. I'm reading various different things here. Uh, Hope, but not false help. Uh, Hope. Nicole Wallace saying he's one of the heroes on the front lines when she was interviewing President Joe Biden. Uh, uh, just uh, on and on and on and on. Uh, They call him the shadow president at one point. Joy Reid said, maybe Trump is mad because it turns out that uh, Cuomo has become our acting president. Our acting president. Can you believe that? Our acting president. I don't even want to get into what CBS's Norah O'Donnell said, but I feel like I should. I'm going to have to at some point. But there's even more Brian Stelter. This guy was really kissing his ass big time. He said, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. He, and he said, I, he goes, and he actually said, he goes, I'm gonna go teach that to my kids at home. Brian Stelter said, Cuomo today said, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I would go teach that to my kids when I get home. How about how about this? W- what doesn't kill you in one of Cuomo's nursing homes makes you stronger. If you were able to survive that, then yes, in fact, you were a stronger person. No doubt about that. Um, my gosh, oh man. What is this now I got the, I got Chris uh, the greater Chris telling me Valerie Jarrett tweeting out my dear friend Barack Obama's turning 60 tomorrow for the birthday gift I'm asking you to chip in six dollars or sixty dollars help us bring the Obama Presidential Center to life in Chicago, even though the party's taking place, of course, in, uh, in Martha's Vineyard. Uh, amazing. I kiss young people and old people. I kiss ugly people and good-looking people, not-so-good-looking people, and really super good-looking, delicious, beautiful people. Oh, before I let you go, because I, I, this is going to have to be a little short today, just given the nature that I'm in D.C. and I've got a uh, I, I, this is long before I started my podcast. I had this commitment, so I had to see it through. But I, I, I had to come on today. There's no way I could not have come on today. But um, this CNN had this wacko doctor on today. I'll have to play this for you tomorrow. This wacko doctor came on today and actually suggested—I kid you not—parents, you should wear face shields and masks in your house so that you don't accidentally give your kids COVID. Yes, that's right. You should wear face shields and masks in your house. So you don't actually give your kids COVID. Can you believe what a psychopath would say something like that? Like what, what, kind of a, what kind of a lunatic do you have to be to actually suggest that you walk around in your own house with masks and, and a face shield on? But you know that people do this because they, they really believe this. I mean, for them, there's nothing more, nothing more indeed than, uh, than you being terrified of everything. And so that's what they're going to do. They're going to be terrified of everything. You're going to be terrified of everything. And that's just how it's going to go. And they're gonna scare the bejesus out of you. And again, that's just gonna how it's how it's gonna have to go. I'm just trying to think of how it would be for Patrick and Claire and Reagan if I walked around constantly wearing a mask all day. I can't kiss my kids. I can't hug them. I can't touch them because my children might get COVID from me. I mean, is this even something that a normal human being says? Of course it's not. A normal human being doesn't act this way. Uh, But this guy's a CNN doctor. And this is what happens with CNN doctors. CNN doctors wind up going on and saying crazy things because it's the only way they can stay on CNN. I mean, really, you think about it.
2: I'm just saying